For another random sample of passers-by, however, we began with an even larger request to serve as an unpaid counselor at the center for two hours per week for the next two years. Everyone in this second sampling rejected the extreme appeal. At that point, we offered them a concession. If you can't do that, we asked, would you chaperone a group of juvenile detention center inmates on a day trip to the zoo? Our concession powerfully stimulated return concessions. The compliance rate nearly tripled to 50% compared with the straightforward zoo trip request. Consistency. In 1998, Gordon Sinclair, the owner of a well-known Chicago restaurant, was struggling with a problem that afflicts all restaurateurs. Patrons frequently reserve a table but, without notice, fail to appear. Sinclair solved the problem by asking his receptionist to change two words of what she said to callers requesting reservations. The change dropped his no-call, no-show rate from 30 to 10 percent immediately. The two words were effective because they commissioned the force of another potent human motivation, the desire to be and to appear consistent. The receptionist merely modified her request from, please call if you have to change your plans, to, will you please call if you have to change your plans? At that point, she politely paused and waited for a response. The wait was pivotal because it induced customers to fill the pause with a public commitment. And public commitments, even seemingly minor ones, direct future action. In another example, Joseph Schwarzwald of Bar-Ilan University in Israel and his co-workers nearly doubled monetary contributions for the handicapped in certain neighborhoods. The key factor, two weeks before asking for contributions, they got residents to sign a petition supporting the handicapped, thus making a public commitment to that same cause. Social Validation On a wintry morning in the late 1960s, a man stopped on a busy New York City sidewalk and gazed skyward for 60 seconds at nothing in particular. He did so as part of an experiment by City University of New York social psychologists Stanley Milgram, Leonard Bickman, and Lawrence Berkowitz that was designed to find out what effect this action would have on passers-by. Most simply detoured or brushed by, 4% joined the man in looking up. The experiment was then repeated with a slight change with the modification. Large numbers of pedestrians were induced to come to a halt, crowd together, and peer upward. The single alteration in the experiment incorporated the phenomenon of social validation. One fundamental way that we decide what to do in a situation is to look to what others are doing or have done there. If many individuals have decided in favor of a particular idea, we are more likely to follow because we perceive the idea to be more correct, more valid. Milgram, Bickman, and Berkowitz introduced the influence of social validation into their street experiment simply by having five men rather than one look up at nothing. With the larger initial set of upward gazers, the percentage of New Yorkers who followed suit more than quadrupled to 18%. Bigger initial sets of planted uplookers generated an even greater response. A starter group of 15 led 40% of passers-by to join in, nearly stopping traffic within one minute. Taking advantage of social validation, requesters can stimulate our compliance by demonstrating, or merely implying, that others just like us have already complied. For example, 
A study found that a fundraiser who showed homeowners a list of neighbors who had donated to a local charity significantly increased the frequency of contributions. The longer the list, the greater the effect. Marketers, therefore, go out of their way to inform us when their product is the largest selling or fastest growing of its kind. And television commercials regularly depict crowds rushing to stores to acquire the advertised item. Less obvious, however, are the circumstances under which social validation can backfire to produce the opposite of what a requester intends. An example is the understandable but potentially misguided tendency of health educators to call attention to a problem by depicting it as regrettably frequent. Information campaigns stress that alcohol and drug use is intolerably high, that adolescent suicide rates are alarming, and that polluters are spoiling the environment. Although the claims are both true and well-intentioned, the creators of these campaigns have missed something basic about the compliance process.